You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford and this is GGR Pirate Radio. Guys, it's another episode of The Diner. We are at The Diner. We're going to be talking quarantined food wins because we didn't get a chance to hear from uh, Mr. Monic last week because he was too busy babysitting while his wife was making ridiculous amounts of cookies. So we'll hear some of his food quarantine wins that he's had. Um, but we're also going to talk a little bit of sports. We're going to talk um, a little bit more about our juice bag test that we came up with. So we're going to throw some more questions into uh, that very important document that we're creating. But joining me for this episode of the podcast, we have, I just already mentioned him. He's the guy who helped me found this website back in 2014. Uh, his name is Steve Monick. Mmm, food podcast, and I haven't eaten dinner. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got our third member, the third leg of the podcast. Um, Mr. Cool himself. Mr. Cool. There, wow. Mr. Cool. Yeah, that might be it, my favorite. I like that one. I like that. It's like it's almost like Mr. Freeze, but you're like it, it's like the you know how sometimes they'll have those cheap knockoff toys at uh, like the dollar store. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like a Mr. Freeze. It's called Mr. Cool and it has like the Marvel logo on it. Like you're exactly. talking about one of those ones. Exactly. And he, has cape, he has a cape for some reason too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mr. Cool Ultra Mega Villain Marvel yeah. Heroes and it has the Infinity War logo beside <laughs> it. <laughs> well, Mr. Cool himself, MC Brooks, is the third member of the podcast team here. Still defund um, Legends of Tomorrow. Go still. Ahead. Gotta do it. Gotta defund Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I wanted to start real quick here. Just I don't want to dwell on it too much. Um, I wanted to start with essentially some sad news, um, but like um, a silver lining to it. So it was announced today that uh, Awesome Con, which had been originally scheduled for May of 2020, um, but then moved to December of 2020 because of coronavirus, uh, has now been moved again. Uh, it is now going to be May of 2021 is when the new date is going to be. So May 14th to the 16th of 2021. But this is just a real bummer for us because um, I don't even know. I think we announced it on the podcast at one point. But like this was going to be GGR's first um, panel. We were going to be running our own panel. 
And yes, May of 2021, we'll be able to do this. Fingers crossed, hopefully then too. But it was still just like, it was something we were all looking forward to. It was something we were just really, really psyched about. Um, and it's, it's, it sucks that we're not going to be able to do it this year, but especially because this was like, we all got in on this on the, on the ground floor, you know, MC, you were the latest joining, but like, you got to see this as we like started it back up, like on the, on the reboot, you were, you know, a, a new featured character on the reboot. And, uh, you got to see this go from like just a few people to like, I mean, we cracked 23,000 subscribers last month, just last month, not all year, just in the month of July. And that's like, that's amazing. It, it, and we just keep going up and it's just, it's fantastic. And this seemed kind of like the celebration. This was going to be our chance to really be like, look, look what we've done. You know, you know, we're moving on up to the East side. we got a deluxe apartment at awesome con in DC. Um, and it sucks that it was canceled, but honestly, the health and safety of people is way more important than us patting ourselves on our back and talking about nerdy and geeky things. So I, I take this with a grain of salt. It sucks. But at the same time, like I would rather wait until we have a handle on this virus and people can actually come without fear of like, is it worth it for me to cosplay and show up for a couple of panels and I might die because I might get coronavirus? No, it's not. And I, I personally would, would take this on the chin person. And like, even yeah. if we, if for some reason we can't even get a panel next year, fingers crossed, hopefully we still can, but like, let's say we can't. Okay. I, I'll, I'll take that. That's fine because I would rather not risk it. So that's, that's my piece on it. If you guys want to yeah. say anything about it, you, you certainly can. Uh, I mean, I, I, pretty much echo everything you said i mean it sucks it really does suck because you know this it, this was uh almost some it, it was the recognition that we weren't seeking but it was nice to be acknowledged that we received that that someone saw the work that we have been do, we have been putting in for, for well for me over the last two years that i've been part of this and that they thought that the work we were doing was important enough that they wanted to give us the opportunity to share that with the 70,000, you know, people who, who tend to show up to AwesomeCon every year. And so it is it, it does suck that, you know, uh, they got moved the first time and then ultimately it's just not going to happen this year. But in, in, in the long term, it is the better play. Because ultimately, even if, like you said, even if we don't have a panel next year, we'll still be in the building. Like we'll still be able to go and cover and and, and make an impact, even if we don't have the opportunity to make a panel. But you know, lives are more important than than literally anything else. Because if we were to attend and anything that were to happen, then you know there is no panel for us or for people who would have liked to attend this convention. So. Um, I'm sad. I'm sad about it, but uh, I, I'm going to end my thing with a, something funny I did read <laughs> under the uh, the tweet that Awesome Kind of put out, where someone was like, "We have a hard enough time trying to convince nerds to wear deodorant to conventions. What are the odds that we were going to be able to convince them to wash their hands <laughs> to keep themselves and everyone else safe?" Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You're all right, MC. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you want to uh, you want to weigh in on this one? 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, everything that you guys have said and laid out is, is accurate. I mean, there, there's plenty of opportunities for us to be idiots and pat ourselves on the back in this format that we're doing right here. Um, so we can have just as many people listen to us that way as, as the other way. Um, I agree. It's kind of a bummer because it would have been nice and special for us. But the element that's that's a downer for me more than anything is just the opportunity to relive the last time that uh, I came down to Virginia and our group collectively got together and had a handful of misadventures. That even even more so than the actual awesome con part itself was the camaraderie that that we've you know uh, got here together. Uh, you know we're we're so close and everything. Uh, personally, you know, talking, you know, doing the podcast and, and, and everything like that. Um, and it was so nice to have that, you know, kind of long weekend where we all got to get together and hang out. I was really looking forward to that with the, um, you know, the awesome con panel kind of being the, the gemstone in the center of that crown. Um, but there was, there's going to be other opportunities. There's going to be other times for us to get together, other conventions, other things for us to talk about in the, realms that we tend to have the conversations that we do um so you know it's not a never gonna happen it's just uh we're, we'll do it later yeah not a uh goodbye but a to be continued sort of thing so exactly yeah yeah absolutely man um so let's move on to topic number one um steve we we talked last week about some of our food quarantine wins whether it's been cooking whether it's been ordering out um and we didn't get to hear from you, so we wanted to kind of hear some of your uh, things that you've really been, like, either proud of yourself about or, like, I've never ordered from this restaurant. And, like, honestly, I'm bored and I'm hungry. What the hell? Let's try it. And, and it ended up working out in your favor. So kind of, like, just walk us through it. Like, what kind of stuff have you been either experimenting with or just, like, now I have the time and I'm at home all the time uh, sort of mindset? I got one word for you, gentlemen, and that word is bacon. I know it's not going to appeal as much to MC, uh, given his dietary preferences. But, um, yeah, I have uh, in the last couple of weeks really, you know, because the, the majority of quarantine was kind of what you laid out. Hey, let's order from a bunch of places. Let's support a bunch of restaurants. They're having a hard time right now. I need to do my part to keep them in business. Carbs, 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 garbage, 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 just inhaling stuff. And it was delicious. And I'm glad I supported those businesses and everything. But um, having the ability to spend so much time uh, with my two boys and, um, you know, just playing with them and everything, you know, realizing like, oof, my health is not where it needs to be. Um, and I'm using this opportunity. I have uh, approximately 14,000 different kitchen gadgets and appliances like, you know, everyone does. So I'm like, let's try out this air fryer, see what we can do. Let's get the crock pot humming and, and really trying to do a little bit better with the health. So I've been diving full bore into kind of the intermittent fasting that I'd done before that had some pretty positive results that I got away from uh, and coupling that with you know, full, you know, whole foods and, and more of like a keto basis kind of diet and really, really trying to keep the sugars and the carbohydrates low. And um, it's been working out great. And I've been having a lot of delicious meals. I didn't realize how amazing the crock pot would be. Uh, back to my wife's business, she's pretty much co-opted the kitchen. So getting in there and doing a lot of actual cooking is not something that's been happening lately and so i've committed to not ordering out a bunch and not getting a lot of carbohydrates and kind of junk calories 
that leaves something that I can be in there for 10 minutes, throw together in a big hot bowl called a crock pot and let it make itself for me. Um, number one meal I've had so far is what I have lovingly called Mitza. It is uh, a, just a layer of ground beef and then all of the pizza stuff you'd put on top, cheese, pepperoni, mushrooms, whatever, however you like your pizza, pizza sauce and all that kind of stuff. And then you just have a thin layer of, of ground beef instead of uh, a crust. And you can just carve out pieces like that, throw it in the crock pot, it cooks itself. I have been inhaling that in a lot of like buffalo chicken stuff, making my own buffalo like wing sauce and having like buffalo chicken like crazy. Um, and I've been extraordinarily lazy in my cooking by letting uh, these fancy household appliances do it. Uh, we've talked in the past like – Hey, if you could pick your favorite uh, sci-fi tech, what would you pick? And mine's always like <laughs> replicator because then it would make food for me. I'm essentially doing that as close as we can right now in in our 21st century society of letting these devices make my food for me. So uh, it's not glitzy. It's not glamorous, but it is absolutely working. And I would highly recommend uh, people who – are intimidated by the kitchen or lazy in the kitchen and just don't want to do it. And that's the excuse that they're using to not eat healthily and it's affecting them. I have not felt this good as I've felt in the past two weeks uh, in, in a very, very long time. I feel like I have great energy. I'm running around. I've, I'm much thinner than I used to be. Um, use your own laziness against yourself and put healthy stuff in the, in the thing that cooks the food for you. And then you don't have any other options, but to eat healthy. So huh. that's kind of the mentality I've been using. I've heard a lot about this intermittent fasting thing and I'm not like, I mean, it, I haven't really done any research on it. Maybe I should. Cause, um, I, as, as Russ, Russ, Russ guest, uh, guest starred, um, on last week's episode, uh, in your place, Steve. And, uh, he referred to it as the COVID-19, you know, gaining weight from being in quarantine, um, yeah, and I definitely need to do something to get mine. I've, I've pretty much like stabilized, but I needed to be moving downward because before coronavirus happened, I was like, because I was up and I was moving and, because my new job. So like, I didn't have a chance to really like sit down and just like, Hey, let's eat a whole plate of nachos because why not? What else am I going to do? Um, now that's kind of what I'm doing. Cause again, stuck at home. So um, I might have to look into this and see how that works um, and see if the, if I mean, if it's been effective for you. I mean, like, hell, I'll mm -hmm. give it a shot, you know? Yeah, it really has. And, and, you know, there's different mentalities out there about how you can do it. You can either do it for kind of like uh, a day or two out of the week. What I personally prefer is multiple hours in the day and you're still eating the same quantity of calories that you would but you're condensing it into a very small window each day. So I don't eat until about four o'clock in the afternoon and I'm done eating by 8 PM. So there's that four hour window where I consume all my calories. Um, and then the rest of the day, it's just black coffee, uh, ice water, uh, black tea, that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm astounded because before, I mean, I'm, I'm a big dude. I mean, I'm, I'm six, four, uh, I'm pretty broad, you know, I, I've always been a big dude, so I've always been able to eat, you know, put down a pretty healthy amount of food. This is the first time in my life where, like, I'll eat, like, three, you know, scrambled eggs, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I feel like I just had Thanksgiving dinner, and that that's the biggest change for me is 
how much is now filling me up. Plus, I'm eating more fats, which are you know a higher you know density calorically. Um, so I, I just get filled up so fast. Um, and you know, drinking water keeps me satisfied throughout the day. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. I'm not going to tell anyone to do. That's just what I'm doing. But um, I feel, and it's nice too because I never have like that kind of low energy period during the day, like when you eat you know, like 11, 12, one o'clock, whatever. Then yeah. an hour or two later, you get that kind of, you go from uh, fight or flight to rest and digest. And you kind of feel like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't even get through this meeting. Um, you know, that gets staved off till basically the end of my work day. Um, and I, you know, break it with a light calorie meal and then have like a dinner like pizza or, or buffalo chicken or something like that. Um, and man, I, I feel great. And, and that's just, you know, that's just me. Of course, it's going to be different for everyone. But um, yeah, it just it gives me more time back. Like I said, I'm using my own laziness against me. I can be doing other things instead of eating. I'm doing other things that I want to do instead of cooking. I'm, I'm trying to trick myself into having better habits. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Like, MC, have you done anything like dietary as far as like this intermittent fasting or anything like that? Uh, well, yeah, I, I started doing it uh, probably about a month and a half ago. Um, so I'm the only asshole that's not doing it. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, because, I mean, I would, I would, to be fair, like, I was only really eating two meals a day anyway, mostly because due to the medication, I really wasn't very hungry. But I, I did, I did uh, realize kind of to myself that a lot of what I was, like, I was overeating. A lot of t- a lot of times, not even because I was hungry, it was just I would want things. Yeah. So uh, I kind of gave myself kind of something similar to what what uh, Steve was saying. So like I like in the mornings, like when I wake up, I uh, like I might have a smoothie or like half a smoothie or something or something just like really light, and then like I I or and then I generally just survive on like water and tea and coffee throughout the day, and then usually. I get off work around two thirty, three o'clock. So somewhere between like three to about five thirty-six is usually when I'll eat, um, and just kind of indulge on kind of whatever it is. I I, I figure out I'm going to eat that day, and I usually decide that in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then because because usually five thirty-six is around when I start work when I uh I work out. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but like I bought myself a treadmill <laughs> yeah. to kind of incentivize nice. incentivize myself to uh, to work out like on days even when the weather's been bad because we had we had that period like two weeks ago where it rains like every day of the week and it was so like 100 where I, degrees every friggin' day and you didn't feel like going outside because you would melt yeah yeah and so like because because I normally like uh, my my routine is I normally walk walk down to the park. I usually do a lap or two around the lake and then come back. Like just just walking to and from the park is three miles by itself, Damn. not even including the the trip around the lake, which is about a, a, a little around a mile or so itself. Damn. So That's work, dude. That's yeah. Awesome. So <laughs> so yeah. So I, I bought myself a treadmill just so I, I could just like stop making excuses as to like not working out and then you know also trying to eat better on top on top of everything. Because for me, it's also been a little bit of portion control, too, in addition to, to everything else, too. 
because uh, even in even in limiting yourself to like a couple hours, like if you are overdoing it in that manner, then it doesn't really matter if you're if you're only doing it in a two or three hour window. If you're still overdoing it in a way that that's not good. Yeah, I, I got yeah, five five thousand calories doesn't matter. I, I gotta, I gotta say, I'm really impressed. I didn't want to admit it, but like I've, I've been struggling with, with uh, quarantine, and it's, it's. Let me state this up front so that it's not misconstrued in any way. I know you guys wouldn't, but I want to make sure our listeners are aware of this too. Like I, I love my wife, I love my stepdaughter, I love my son very, very much, but this is the only time in his life in my life that we've been together every day because i normally get up go to work you know come back and i'm I'm gone for you know eight to ten hours depending on the shift that i'm working uh at the time but like i have we've spent every single day together me and my son since quarantine started and it's just like anything else i mean it's natural you know you're gonna get on each other's nerves and like because of that, like also it's just kind of like it's got no point where it's like, well, you know what, I'm just gonna eat whatever because I don't have time to think healthy. I just want to eat and get back to doing whatever it is that, I'm, that I have to do for work. Or, you know, he's complaining because he's hungry. I don't feel like making anything healthy here. Just eat this thing. And like, I really haven't put much thought into it. And like because this is not going to end anytime soon. And we'll leave that comment where it lies. There's a lot of reasons for that. Yeah. But um, yeah, like it's I really got to do something. So man, I will take my inspiration from you guys. Yeah, no, I've man, I've I've been I've been in the same boat, honestly. Like, uh, like I, because uh, I, it's sort of been the same thing for me. Like I get up, uh, get to, generally get to work uh, around seven, seven thirty, whatever uh get off get home and like and you know how it is when you commute to and from work even if your commute's not that long like you have you sometimes just have those days where you just don't feel like doing anything yeah. so like things shut down like man i between march and may like i i completely fell off of everything like yeah. I, I i completely fell off of everything I wasn't working out. I was, I, I mean, I was, I was kind of, I was, uh, like you said, like I, I was just ordering anything because I just, uh, yeah, I'll eat this today because, you know, why not? Yeah. And so, like, it, it really did take, uh, it, it really did take a lot for me to kind of get back into some semblance of what I'm doing now. It, 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 it took a while. And, like, a lot of the stuff that I've been doing, like buying the treadmill, I bought, I bought a jump rope recently. Um, and also a yoga mat cause I'm, cause I'm trying to get these things to try to further motivate myself to like do something to, to, to do anything. Cause you know, I, I, I've realized that the two months where I didn't do anything, I undid a lot of the progress that I had had accomplished over the previous couple months, you know, shirts that were fitting nice were suddenly kind of snug again. Yeah. And I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a big fan wasn't a big fan of that um so like i've I've just been kind of doing a lot of stuff to just kind of motivate myself to get back on it like even even today like i've I've been struggling this week with with doing anything and 
Like I got on my treadmill like before we even got on here. And I was like, hey, even if I'm only doing like seven minutes, like it's seven minutes is better than, than not doing anything. So I'll I'll at least take the little bit <laughs> that I can yeah. that I can get where I can get it. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I mean, like it's it's kind of what this has become. You know, you got to take every victory you possibly can. Um, one of the things that yeah. I didn't even mention it last week, and I probably should have. So one of the things that we've been doing is because um, it, in order to be homeschooled in Virginia, like you have to be approved by the state. So basically, like. Sandy being Jax's homeschool teacher is more or less like sanctioned by Stafford County and Virginia. So because of that, we're eligible for um, the school lunches. And what the public schools are doing is they're bringing like we call it the lunch bus. The bus comes by like every couple of days and you get like milk, like chocolate milk and regular milk and you get cereal and you get sandwiches and you get um, chips and snacks. And like they load you up, dude. And like, that has been just to think like if somebody were in a situation where they didn't have food because they weren't working like that could save them. And it's an incredible thing that they're doing. And I, I just wanted to like point out of all the negative things that we're, we're seeing that going on in our world. It's one of those things I wanted to point out that like local governments are really stepping up and doing a lot of things to help people. And I just I think that that's awesome. But like because of that, we just have crap food. lunch and like i got really creative with it today like we had this grilled cheese that they gave us right like literally you just throw it in the pan and and it you know it, it's, it's basically the the bread's already grilled but like you do it and it melts the cheese and i ended up turning that into an egg and cheese sandwich and like that that's what i've been doing is, is i've basically been an, an episode of chopped with the stuff that they give me i'm like all right how can i turn this into something delicious um so i think that's hurting me um, calorically speaking right now. So. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. I mean, I mean, cause, cause I've also, I've also like the, the, the thing I've also told myself is that, I mean, the, we're, we're in weird times regardless, you know, like even if things aren't, even if we're all kind of doing things that we kind we know that we shouldn't be doing, we also deserve the, you know, the satisfaction of, whatever little things we can do that bring her, that bring us some, some sense of joy and satisfaction. So like if it's, if it's doing unhealthy stuff, cause I mean, I've, 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 I've pigged out a ton after I've <laughs> like, I had a couple, I had a couple days uh, just this past week where I was like, yeah, you know what? This sounds good. I'll order all, all of, all of the foods and, and have it delivered just because why the hell not? Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, just you know, like even if even if you know it's not the best thing, I mean, we we all deserve to have to to get some peace of mind from from doing something awesome with it. Yeah, I mean, we created a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. There's no shame. Oops. There's no shame in quarantine. Yeah, like um, actually, we gotta put. I, I feel like if we got that out there, that might actually sell some T-shirts because I feel like a lot of people think that that's a pretty cool concept. Like, and it's. Yeah, I mean, like, there is no shame in quarantine, man. Like, whatever is keeping you sane at this point. Exactly. Whether yeah. it's it's food, uh, the internet, Netflix, yep. working out, yep. whatever. Yeah. By the way, um, if you check the chat, I, I sent the new, the new, newly redesigned Buffalo Wings logo that I'm super proud of. <laughs> I'll have, I want you to check that it out. is awesome. <laughs> See, like, right? Like, I like both of them. I like both of them too. The first one that spells the B. That's yeah. 
Well, the funny thing is, is like if you think about the Buffalo Bills helmet in general, like the old school one that like OJ wore when he was running for him, is like it was like that very like simple Buffalo where it's just like he's just standing there. It's just a Buffalo on a helmet. And then like the redesign that they did in like the mid 80s where it was like, hey, now there's this weird red line shooting through him that makes it look like he's moving fast. It's basically the same concept. Here's the basic and then here's the cool one with the extra logo thing going on. So, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun, like doing this, like especially, too, because like I went from like novice Photoshop user to like because the only thing I really did for Photoshop was like what we do for the podcasts, you know, like the imagery we use for like the thumbnails and stuff like that to now I'm creating football helmets and logos and like it's it's been it's been a lot of fun and like hopefully fingers crossed it'll you know translate into dollar signs for us one day so yeah we got to get the marketing going for this yeah yeah i might have to see if uh since since Mandy Steve's Steve's wife is so good at like marketing her oh. cookie business i'll see if maybe she can help us out with this like Steve, what do you I've think of the new Buffalo, the, the new Buffalo Wings logo? Oh man, I thought that one was one of the better ones. I'm surprised you changed it. I didn't change it. It was just like I started thinking. I was like, hmm, let me try to snazz this up a little bit. Like, do you like the original? Yeah, I thought it was cool how the wings made the B and everything. I was like, that's classy, dude. That's like that could be a Buffalo Wild Wings today. You know what I mean? Like, and and somewhere on their thing. Um. I, I mean, I incorporating like the actual Buffalo Bills, like that. I don't know what do you call it, stripe, like a the Bills charging like motion like action, line, like an action what, line, yeah, yeah. The 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 anime, so you know that they're yeah. flying in a certain direction, line, anime, whatever. Anime speed lines, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, uh, you know what? You convinced me. That is that is better because it's the same wing B, but now there's like a little there's a little like thigh <laughs> run, or a little little leg running. <laughs> Okay. All right. Now that I zoom yeah. in, I like it okay. more. <laughs> yeah, like because I replaced the buffalo horn with another with another chicken wing. So. <laughs> oh man. Um. I can't even remember what the hell we were talking about. MC, you were about to say something though. I forgot. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll move on then. Um. Yeah. It's it's so. Again, no shame in quarantine, but like it's I'm I'm just I'm really happy that you guys are taking these steps to improve yourselves uh, while I'm like, Hey, let's make another egg and cheese sandwich. Like it's yeah, not the best, not the best route to go, but man, they're delicious. Dude. I mean, so back to the conversation, sorry if it like, I'm jumping back to something we left like 45 minutes ago, but like, yeah, I, I was amazed just jumping into like Google and going keto crock pot and just some delicious, delicious things came up. And I was expecting it to be a big, frankly, like a big pain in the butt. Like, all right, I gotta be dicing onions all the freaking time or whatever. And it really <laughs> wasn't. Like, it, I mean, yeah, every once, in, but like, again, I have a Ninja Blender and I just chuck all the vegetables in there and food process it like three times because I'm usually making like chili or something that I really don't care if it's beautiful, perfect knife cuts. Like, just get crap into a bowl and heat it up. And that's the thing. Like, I like where I was really like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm not gonna try like i'm not going to be gordon ramsay over here and being making like souffles and stuff like i need to trick myself into doing this um and and man i'll tell you what the internet has made this super duper easy for me um and the only social media that i'm still using is reddit and i've joined like some communities in there 
And that's actually been really inspirational too. Because the other thing I've read, like, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. If you don't have the why you're doing it, it doesn't matter. You will fail. It just doesn't matter. There's studies conclusively. Now, it was more on, you know, people quitting smoking, it, you know, and they, they say like patches or hypnotism or blah, blah, blah. None of it matters. It all works pretty much the same if someone's committed to doing it. Uh, and, and there's maybe little percentages here and there, but like it's negligible. It doesn't matter if you don't have a solid like, why am I doing this? And that was the thing for me is like now that I have kids, I have actually a reason why. Like before it was, well, I want to look good. I want to be skinny. I, w- I want to be attractive to other people. And that was never strong enough to go the urge like, OK, it's Friday night. It's 11 o'clock. I'm watching TV. Obviously, I'm going to have a six piece of pizza because that's what I want right now. Um, and, you know, the the looking good kind of thing never was a strong enough why for me. But being healthy and having like a longevity now that I have a family, that's finally strong enough to make me stick to it uh, and actually commit to it for the long term. And so this is the what I'm doing. And it's fine and it's fun and I'm using my laziness against me. But the real game changer was figuring out why I'm doing it. And and that's made all the difference. Nice, dude. That's awesome. Um, You know, actually, let's delve into this for a second because I was curious. You, You said that like Reddit is is the only social media you have. Cause you had left, you left Facebook a, a while ago. Um, yeah, maybe was there, so. was there a catalyst for that? Like, first off, you said a month ago, again, quarantine time. It feels like it was like six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Back, back when I was in college, I left Facebook. Yeah. Um, no, um, not really a catalyst, just more of a, like, eh, I'm done hearing about stuff and, and I've, I've never been, like, you know, I, I would get on Facebook for like a reason. Like I wanted to see if it was someone's birthday or something like, you know, innocent like that. Um, and then I would just keep scrolling and scrolling and seeing like horrible news stories and people fighting and it just nonsense and anger. And, you know, I had to kind of tell my wife, like, "Hun, stop watching the news because every day you watch the news and you say how depressed you are by watching the news. Stop stop watching the news and i had to take my own advice um and kind of get off of any kind of social media that was keeping the negative vibes inside the bubble that i'm forced to be in right now um so i mean like i had social media i've had twitter i've had facebook i've had various social media accounts and i was just like i'm not even really using them one and two when i do use them i'm finding zero positive results from them outside of reddit because i do consider reddit a social media enterprise but the nice thing is you can kind of tailor what you are and aren't seeing like what groups you want to be a part of and i even kind of culled out some of the more news stories more negative stuff you know like some of the political stuff that i was on and really kind of filtered it out to now just content that we on this site would find interesting so i'm like still part of like Dragon Ball Z and Marvel and Star Wars and just seeing like people's like fan art and fan theories and, and stuff like that from those communities. Um, and then some like more inspiring stuff like intermittent fasting, keto stuff, stuff where people are showing their their year long before and after. And I know it's just some guy or some lady and it's not uh, someone who's trying to sell me like weight loss pills. And, and it's, you know, some kind of staged photo like it's legitimately someone in front of their mirror. That's helping too, you know, and kind of remembering like not only why am I doing this, but that it is doable. 
it's not just a, I, this is what I want to do. I want to be healthy and I want to have a nice long life with my son. And I want to be able to run around and play basketball without needing a James Harrison oxygen tank, you know, after I run a hundred <laughs> yards, what I want is to be able to actively participate in their lives. Um, and then being able to see someone who's achieved it is also very helpful and no, it's not a bodybuilder. It's some schmuck who works a normal job like me. Uh, and he's lost 150 pounds and you go, wow, that's extremely impressive. Why not me? Why couldn't I do that too? So, you know, as far as social media too, it's not that I've completely cut it out of my life. It's that it's, I only got so many minutes on this earth. I only got so much time that I'm going to be, you know, putting stuff in front of my face. What do I want in front of my face? And I just want to start trying to eliminate some of the stressors. And it, it, it does tie a little bit back to the health stuff, too, because cortisol, which is the, the stress hormone, like what you release when your body is either physically or emotionally stressed, um, has a, a linked factor into retaining weight. Uh, so if I want to be healthier, if I want to have a lower cortisol level, I got to get the stressors out of my life. I mean, I got to sleep more and I got to get negative stuff away. Um, and the only cortisol I want in my life is if I'm doing something active like walking or lifting weights or, you know, running around with the kids, those are the good kinds and I got to get the bad kinds out of my life. So, um, you know, that's just kind of what it is. And if I, if I miss out, I'm willing to miss out on a handful of the positive things that I did have from it. I feel like that's an exchange I'm willing to make. And I understand that's not for everyone, too. There is a lot of positives that do come from social media, and I recognize that. I'm not here to say it's 100% evil and it's from the devil and everyone needs to get it out. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not the fire and brimstone <laughs> guy. Uh, I'm just the guy who's saying like the way I was seeing it and the way it was affecting me, I had to take a cold, calculated look at it and say at this point in my life, the negatives are outweighing the positives, so it's not something I really want in my life. Yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. Yeah, because there you go. I wanted to pass the, <laughs> pass the mic to MC because he's had similar experiences uh, with social media. I'm the only, again, I'm, I'm the asshole who, like, who hasn't done it. No, um, man, don't speak <laughs> that way, man. Yeah. I mean, it's to each their own. Are, are you Steve Monick? No, you're Mike Lunsford. You're a different person who has different experiences and, yeah. you know, a, a different place in their life. So don't, don't say that we're doing it right and you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, just take it all in and find what's right for you. It's it's yeah. more so like the only thing that keeps me on social media is GVR. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, it, I, I love my family. I love my friends. But like I. It happened back in sep- late September or no, it was like October because it was the World Series. Um, when I lost, I, I had to get the new phone. And in doing that, it locked my Facebook account out for a week. And I realized how much crap was on my Facebook account because I created a new one and I, and I really trimmed it down because I had one of my buddies, I'd been put a message up on my old Facebook account and it was like, Hey, Mike's been locked out and he created a new account. This is him. If you friend requests you, you should accept it. Cause that's actually him. And the only people that came over that, that have quote unquote become my Facebook friends were people that actually wanted to be my friend. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. And in doing that, it was actually really nice. But also I noticed with my new profile, like I did not put up with anybody's bullshit. Like when we started, get, like at one point there was, it was really quick. It was a buddy of mine who was from high school 
requested me. I was like, I haven't seen this dude in like 20 years. I was like, yeah, okay, friend request. He asked me about GGR. I tell him all about GGR. He follows us. Um, he goes to the group page, right? And his first post was some gatekeeper bullshit. And I deleted it immediately. And I messaged him. I was like, dude, the rules say right there, this is not the kind of stuff we stand for. Oh, well, you're, you're just a pussy is what he called me. And I was like, dude, I don't even know you. And he was like, yeah, you do. You knew because we both grew up. I was like, I haven't seen you in 20 years. I'm not that person anymore. I was like, I'm not putting up with your shit. And like, he was like, well, you know, well, if I ever see you in Woodbridge, I was like, <laughs> you won't. And deleted him. And yeah, like it's, it, it came a new mindset of like, I'm just not putting up with this kind of crap anymore. Yep. And like, so many people are like, oh, you're going to create an echo chamber where the only people you have in there agree uh, with each other. That's really not what I have going on. There's a certain Steve, you and I have talked about this because we're not opposite when it comes to our political beliefs. But you're to the right of the center. I'm to the left of the center. But there's this common ground. And MC, you're kind of in the same boat, too. We all share a certain common ground where it's like these are the things that we believe and these are the things that we are have hold as non-negotiables and like that's the same thing with all these other people there's plenty of people i know who have differing beliefs but there's the one thing i will not stand for is like just disrespect in general for for life and for like everybody who's here who's a friend of mine who is on ggr they all understand that and they all respect that and it's like you're not going to see a lot of people like doing the hot take thing because that's not who I am. That's not who we are. And like, I've wanted to just abandon it many, 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 many times. But like, I'm, I'm uh, hopeless romantic is a term that gets thrown around a lot, but that's kind of fits me. Like I, I keep having hope that I'm, we're going to find the good. We'll, we'll see the good in, in what's going on and, and all of this and like trying to find the joy and the hope amidst the darkness is is kind of i guess my thing right now that's kind of what what i'm trying to do as best i possibly can so i'll i'll, yeah. I'll hold it down you guys you guys take your breaks or permanent deletions whatever it is i'll stay here and, and hold down the fort so yeah See, i mean you think oh go ahead mc oh no yeah, cool. i was just gonna say i'm i because uh I'm, I'm steve i'm in the same boat as you i've i've been off of facebook for a, what i think will be going on three weeks this weekend it was a Sunday a couple of weeks ago. I just, cause, cause I, I was, I, I, it was the same thing for me. It like, I found myself wasting a lot of time scrolling, and the only things I'm seeing are the negative. I'm seeing people arguing. I'm seeing people fighting. I'm seeing people post misinformation about stuff that's going on. I'm seeing people arguing with me uh, when I try to tell them that, hey that thing you put us that's not entirely right you know like it, it like the all that stuff was really just kind of weighing on me and and i just kind of realized like i this is not how i want to spend my time that this is not how i want to spend my time whether i'm uh, at work or, or off of work like the with the time that i have here in quarantine like i i don't really want to be on here watching people argue about stupid shit all day or watching people be negative for the sake of being negative. Cause ultimately that stuff is, is weighing me down. And it's like, I I've made anyone who's been on my Facebook, like I've, I've made no, uh, I've, I've made no, um, 
I haven't tried to hide the fact that I have like I have my own mental health struggles going on, and like, you know, I I recently I realized that you know a lot of my issues that I've had with that, especially in recent years, has completely been tied to my increased social media usage. So my way to alleviate that is to get away from the stuff that's stressing me out, get away from the stuff that's putting me in a really terrible mood. Stuff that's stuff, uh, the, the stuff that's ruining the good moods that I do have yeah. and Facebook and Twitter were basically doing that for me. And so I've, I've completely left Facebook behind. I still have my second profile and, and I, I have it for the same reasons that, sh- that you do, Mike. Uh, like I have about 1600 people on my regular MC Brooks profile, but my second profile I've kind of curated, I've kind of curated to like the one the, the the 150 the 200 people that I actually kind of talk to and interact with on a regular basis you know which which has been great in terms of keeping the negativity and stuff away and making sure that that only like when I use it I'm only going to be interacting with people that I know uh that I know that I'm interested in seeing what they have to say I'm interested in the stuff that they post and, and I'm and, and I know that in posting, I'm I'm not going to get any kind of negativity or, or crap from them, but yeah. I've I've completely like for for I mean like I just downloaded Facebook yesterday I think to to post something in the to post that the the, uh, the gamer thing in the group yeah. that went up. Um, I like I'm I'm tweet I'm I'm tweeting a lot more because I've I found anime Twitter and so it's kind of. It's kind of been cool to kind of interact with people who are also kind of using this time to escape. And I don't post, but Steve, I've also been on I've also been on Reddit a lot uh, for the exact for for similar reasons. Like I've been able to find the fandoms of the shows that I've been watching or the stuff that I'm interested in and been able to just kind of watch the community, the community just have their their conversations about, you know, whether this arc was good or not, or what they should have done with this character or fan art or whatever. And that has been 10 times better for my mental health than my Facebook usage, probably the last decade. Yeah. It's, it's always interesting to me too. Like we were, we were talking about Twitter and like, I told somebody this the other day, like I I said, Twitter scares me. (laughs) The reason Twitter scares me is because I see I'm just going to scroll through. I'm actually on Twitter right now. I'm going to scroll through and find a random person, just a random person who tweeted something. Uh, We'll use Stephen King. Uh, Stephen King had a tweet. And the tweet, it's a joke. It says a priest, a minister and a rabbit walk into a bar. The rabbit says, I think I'm a typo. Ha 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 ha. 36,300 people have liked that. 920 people have commented. 4,900 have shared it. It blows my mind that there's probably comments in there where people are saying, oh, that's funny, or they're talking shit to Stephen King. And, like, that's what scares me about this, is, like, I would love to have that kind of response from GGR stuff, you know? Because then, like, what we have now would be exponentially bigger. More people would be listening. But then also... It's just going to be a ton of, of like toxic shit. Like I, I tweeted something out about Joe Rogan a while back um, stating that um, he had an interview with Bill Burr, one of my favorite comedians. And Bill Burr was basically making fun of Joe Rogan. He's like, dude, he's like all of your followers listen to every fucking thing you say. 
And like, they, if they knew that you think that people who wear masks are pussies, none of them would wear masks and they'd call everybody who's wearing a mask a pussy. And Joe Rogan goes, because they are. And I tweeted out, I was like, this is so such ir- irresponsible bullshit. And somebody responded, they were like, uh, you're taking it out of context. And like, I watched the whole damn video just to make sure I wasn't taken out of context. And I wasn't. No, he he literally said that. And then he kept reinforcing how he felt about it. And like, the worst thing about it is, is this person who was doing it, it was from a fake account because literally it had a fake name. Uh, it had a bunch of... Um, gay porn pictures as his profile picture and the guy was like saying oh you're an editor-in-chief for ggr you should have better editorial standards if you're going to say say these things because you're taking this out of context and i was like i'm not gonna get insulted by some dude who's got a fake account with a bunch of gay porn like on it like <laughs> like like oh man some random person who can't even like, who doesn't even have enough balls to like actually like use their real name is gonna criticize me oh no let me just go ahead and shutter the website right now like fuck off man but that's the kind of stuff that you get on twitter on a regular basis and it's just like it sucks because I see so many people essentially become famous on Twitter and their mm-hmm. podcasts get big because of Twitter. Their websites get big because of Twitter, their blogs, all that stuff. And like I, I try to like get out there and say more things and do more things. And this is the kind of crap that I have to deal with. You know what? It's not worth it. I'd rather just keep what we got. I'm good. You know, but, <laughs> but the, the, the difference with Twitter than something like Facebook. And I think I think one of the reasons I've, I'm okay with being on Twitter right now as opposed to Facebook yeah. is they've given, especially in recent weeks, like they've given you much more control over stuff like that. Like I've been wanting a mute feature on Facebook for so long yeah. and I know that I'm never going to get it. But now like with Twitter, I, I can mute any, I can mute anything and not have to worry about that coming across my timeline. When you post yeah. stuff, you, you have the option to, uh, to to uh, hide certain replies, so so someone from a fake account who may be trolling now no one can see that they replied to you. Yeah. Or or uh, you can curate it so that hey only certain people are even allowed to even respond or react to your tweet to begin with. And I'm like I'm gonna need a class apparently. So. <laughs> like <laughs> like like they they've 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 done a much better job of giving people control over. Stuff like that, so that like if yeah. you are worried about being trolled, worried about fake accounts, you know, doing whatever or or w- doing whatever in response or reacting to your stuff, you can you can control all of that and and make it so that hey, only people who uh, are who follow GGR can reply to these tweets, only people who you know uh, have blue check marks, for example, can reply to the tweet. Like you can, they give you a lot of options in terms of. How in terms of your interactions with with your with your tweets now and from something that Jack said a couple, I want to say weeks ago, they're going to be un, they're going to be unrolling like uh, even more stuff over the next couple weeks also. And so, like, I I think that that's kind of it's it's kind of been awesome because I've I've been seeing, you know, musicians that I, that I like uh, do a much better job of controlling uh, of controlling the people who interact with their tweets so that there's actual fans who are just interacting with the actual content of the tweet and not just uh, coming in because they want to troll or say something stupid or something that's completely irrelevant to anything that was said. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, man. 
I'll, again, I guess I, I'll have to learn how to use it properly because <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I wanted Steve. I know you got to get going soon because you got to put. The I, I'm actually good. I took a little break there for a minute. Um, Mandy had some family over, and her and the boys were at her her folks' house, and they fell asleep on the way home. So I jumped out to help her. Uh, Toss them into their beds, but um, I'm good for a little bit longer tonight. We get we get a full two episodes out of Steve Monic. Hell yeah! (laughs) You're like, so let's end the podcast now. Uh, Let's be done with this crap. And we're done. (laughs) What we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the first episode, and we'll come back and we're gonna talk about um, the juice bag test. We'll talk sports a little bit, and then uh, we'll we'll wrap up our second episode too. So this is the first one, guys on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts. However you're listening to this podcast, make sure you check out the next one, too. That's going to be coming up here real soon. Um, Make sure you're going to the website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. But also, too, and we're going to have to find other ways to share this out, too, so that you guys can get to it. But we have a ton of T-shirts and stickers. Redbubble.com. If you search GGR, it's right there cool ggr pirate radio we got ripley the robot we got mike on the mic sticker there's a overflow with mc brooks all that stuff is on there but we also got t-shirts too if you go to teespring so t-e-e spring.com and you search ggr it's right there we've got our own store and then also my uh, my national foodball league teams i've created t-shirts for those <laughs> you guys can pick those up right now it's the nfc east or as i've called it the nfc feast um, which is Washington, Dallas, New York, and Philadelphia. They're on there. And then I also have Cleveland because a uh, friend of GGR, uh, Hayes Williams, she is a Cleveland fan. So I made her a Cleveland pierogies logo and she bought some stickers and uh, she's going to be buying a t-shirt here real, real soon too. So you can check all of those out. But as I make more, I'm going to put those out as well. And you guys can see those. If you have any requests for a team that you want to see, if you're like, man, I'm a huge San Francisco fan, I'll come up with something from San Francisco. Right now, the only thing I can think of is sourdough bread, but I'm sure there's lots of other stuff that's San Francisco exclusive. Um, but yeah, definitely check us out. We've also got the Patreon. You go to patreon.com. For only a dollar, you can become a patron. A uh, patron. <laughs> you can become a patron <laughs> for only a dollar. But the $5, that's where you start getting cool stuff. You can even get a GGR t-shirt. That is $30, if I remember correctly. But you get all sorts of cool perks as well. Uh, So definitely check that out. But for Steve Monick, for MC Brooks, and for all of us here at GGR, uh, make sure you guys are washing your hands. Make sure you're wearing your masks. Try to treat people as respectful and as nice as you possibly can. And don't be a juice bag. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been a Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!